This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Well, after all the news this week, they're going to nuke us from space. They're going to nuke us from space. We got George Blackard in here just to calm everybody down with that smooth. Uh, he's like, you know, like Delilah on the radio. He's like the man version of Delilah. He just comes in with that smooth voice just to calm everybody. Hey, it's all right, people. We're going to be all fine here. You know, so. <laughs> it's, I, I wouldn't That's call it a southern great. accent because Kansas isn't really the south. But, uh, you know, it's just Midwestern. a good old yeah. mid, Midwestern farm kid here in the house. With well, us. yeah, it's good to be here. Aaron. And, you know, there's a lot of crazy crazy stuff out there so we probably all do need to bring it down a notch or two maybe <laughs> if the balloon's gonna go up it's gonna go up oh, so that's uh, right yeah. that's right well man it's yeah it's great to be here and you know it's a beautiful day out there however if you thought spring was here you may not want to go outside today because man there was winter a, came so back. uh you know i i brought broke out the snow the snow blower yesterday afternoon and, you know because you don't want me you know using it at oh dark 30 in the morning if you're one of my neighbors so i broke it out yesterday afternoon overnight holy cow billings got a bunch of snow and then uh for for bozeman uh i've got a story here let's see 12 inches more possible in the Montana mountains by Friday. Uh, snow will continue to fall across most of Montana through at least Friday morning. So, uh, but hey, we need this snow. We, th we need this moisture. And, you know, it, it is only February 16th. And really, the Billings area typically gets most of their snow in the spring anyway. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we got this month and next month for potential good snows. So, yeah, we, we've been really lucky that this winter hasn't been that bad. Aaron, I remember a few years ago, uh, snow on the ground for over 100 days straight. I don't know if you remember that winter. but Oh, I remember that one, I yeah. was tired of winter on that one, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, speaking of, uh, of snow totals, uh, the National Weather Service office in Billings three hours ago sent this out via Twitter. Billings saw 4.2 inches of snow yesterday, breaking the old daily record of four inches set in 2019. It was also the most snow in a single day since five inches fell on March 26th of last year. So anyway, there's March a little... March 26th, see? Yep, there you go. Yeah. So, it, you know, which, which reminds me, I always feel bad for our ski resorts. We get this, this spring snow every, every year, it seems. We get a bunch of snow in the spring, and then they have to shut down. I think because of Forest Service permits, like they can only stay open through a certain date. And it's like, can we just like amend those Forest Service permits or can the Forest Service just grant an extension to where if they want to stay open for two weeks more or three weeks more, they can? I, I mean, it's just a dumb question. Maybe, bureaucracy. The, maybe this has already been answered, but it's like, what? And why don't we allow for more ski resorts to be built so that more of us can actually afford to go skiing a little bit more often? You Ooh, know? it's getting expensive. You know, my daughter finally asked me, Hey, can we go skiing? And I said, <laughs> Let me cash out my 401k first. You're yeah. almost 17. You've never asked to go skiing. But I hey, said, that's cool. Well, maybe next year we'll go to Colorado because this year we don't have much snow. Although, if we get another foot in the mountains. It's coming now. Yeah, it's she coming may go this now. Year. Yeah, my, uh, one of my kids gets to go skiing this weekend. He's got he's got really cool friends. So uh, He must. So uh, that, he's going to have a ton of fun. All right. Uh, let's see. The big news of the day plus... Uh, what is this story about the Navy bringing back the female covers? Uh, George will have the update for Here's us. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see some light snow and flurry activity around the area early on today, followed by some clearing developing this afternoon into this evening. High temperatures otherwise range from the mid-teens in Bozeman to 20 in the Billings area. 
for tonight. Clear and cold with a low temperature around 0 to 5 above. The outlook into Saturday calls for sunshine with highs in the low to mid-30s. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, every Fri- Freedom Friday with George Blackard is always fun. We, we talk about the big Montana stories. We talk about the big national stories. But with it being Freedom Friday, we always talk, like to talk about you know military-related stories, veteran-related stories, uh, law enforcement-related stories. They're just good American stories. Uh, but, uh, George, you've got a an interesting military story here. Uh <laughs> Now, women's covers, uh, for for John Jackson out there, John, we're not talking about those kind of covers. We're not talking about, you know, <laughs> about the bed sheets. Different, when we say the word cover in the military, it basically means a hat. That's so. it. That's it, a hat. Yeah, so a few years ago. In, Where's your cover? In 2018, uh, in order to make the Navy uniforms more unisex, Gender neutral. Gender neutral, yeah. <laughs> they uh, did away with a lot of the uh, female uniforms, the dress, skirts, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And they did away with the female cover, and the females all started wearing the Dixie cup, which is what you see the men wear. And that's every time you see a picture of a sailor, they call that a Dixie cup. And so the women started wearing those, and they didn't like them at all. And uh, so finally, as part of a broad uh, group of changes, they say they're bringing back that bucket hat, is what they call it, and the women can go back to wearing that. However, the caveat is we're not going to sell them in a uniform shop, so you got to go find your own. If you can find one, you can wear one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, so like, so for people who don't know, if you're on a military base, there would be. Uh, you know, a PX for the Army Air exchange Force uh, for folks, the and then the Navy had the next the Navy Exchange. But yeah, you can't. So you can't go to the the like the uniform shop on the base and buy the 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 women's cover. That's yeah, right. Uh, no, no, ladies, you know what? You just go find it on your own. Go to the Army surplus store somewhere, Army Navy store. Yeah, you might find one there. But and don't complain if a dude shows up in your locker room shower either. Yeah, exactly. And see, this is just part of the uh, ridiculousness of these uniform changes in the military. You know, often I just, I think that somebody in Congress has a brother that owns a uniform company <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're going to change all the uniforms. And oh, that happens. God. And then several years later, they do it again, do it again. And there's no rhyme or reason to have Well, like the, the new army, um, well, and it's not even really new anymore, but the pinks and greens that replaces the dress. Yeah, blues. the old World War II type Really uniform, cool looking. Which, yeah, yeah. You, you know, the, the, the Dwight Eisenhower looking uniform. Eisenhower jackets are Really cool, cool uniform. And I'm like, man, you know, um, um, you know, when I retire, it'd be really cool to have that uniform. I got to go drop a thousand dollars plus to get all that the yeah. stuff for that uniform and new different shoes and everything. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, my goodness, it's crazy. It, I mean, you, you know, know but, but yeah, you're right. I mean, how many different colors of uniforms? How many different camouflage patterns? have i had in in just a short 20 years i mean right. um, the bdu the dcu the acu the the, the dress blue the this the that uh, i mean oh, the dress greens initially i mean is there like, such a thing God. as a short 20 years there 
Uh, I mean, really. Well, when, when it's deployment, <laughs> training, deployment, training, deployment, training, civilian job, it seems it went by fast, that's for sure. There you go. Some days it went by really, really long and slow. But Well, uh, you know, the good news is there's another rule the Navy is changing, uh, and that is sailors can now put their hands back in their pockets. Sailors could always put their hands in their pockets. Well, right? see, I always thought no. But apparently some we could maybe, and they just told us we could. I don't know. I don't have any idea. <laughs> just but, depends on who the chief was. But now you can put your hands back in your pockets, which makes me think, what in the heck are they concentrating on? I mean, yeah, yeah. covers and hands in your pockets. I love putting my hands in my pockets and having my sunglasses on top of my head and... Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> it was my favorite. Exactly. Because, you know, if a guy was so concerned about that, like, okay, maybe you need to come out here out, out out on patrol with us every now and then to see what life in the military is supposed to be like. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it used to be the military was there to uh, fight and win wars. And that's, and that's what they were there for. You know, there were no such things as red cards. You couldn't stress out somebody. You couldn't quit. If you felt harassed or stressed or something like that, you know, you had a job to do. And nowadays it just plays to so many things. It's a wonder they get any. George, I thought you were supposed to reassure us this morning. I mean, they're going to nuke us in space. They're going to nuke us in space. Navalny's dead and uh, uh, there's flashing lights everywhere. Uh, But, George, you know, I think I think you've reassured us today because thankfully our our woke Biden Pentagon is focused on all the right things. Right. Defending us in space. Hats and hands and pockets. Women's covers. You can now wear them, but you better go find it on your own, that's ladies. That's it. You know, that's it. So, they're, hey, they're focused on all the If you're looking things. at that, there's nothing to worry about at all. Our military, <laughs> you know, gender stuff. and I, Putin yeah. is cowering in fear right now. Oh, yeah. Because well, sailors may or may not well, have their hands in their pockets. Well, I tell you, there, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> there's another story, Aaron. I'm not going to read it, but I will tell you that it said... Uh, that what was it the stress levels are up in the military but um there was something about um oh they're they're something i don't remember the they don't like the rules and the way things are going but you know all the uh gender stuff and the equality stuff that's making everybody happier so I, I don't know if I believe that one or not. It that, says they're making them happier. So that is what we call gaslighting. That is where... That is exactly what that is. That is where they tell you something is happening that isn't actually happening. But they keep telling you, no, 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 no. They like the woke stuff. They love the woke stuff. That's not right. why they're leaving the military. That's not why they're not joining. They love this stuff. It's real. It's something else. That's it's, right. Yeah. My know. phone quit working. I think the government just caught up to uh, me. It's, it's another China cyber attack going is. on right now as we speak. <laughs> well, they know they've got, you know, they've got about 11 months to go uh, until Joe hopefully is is has to go and Donald Trump becomes the president again. So that's that's the concern is that America's enemies know they've got the weak Joe Biden for a few more months. They better take advantage of it now. This is where Montana talks at. With Lane Nordland. Farmers can use existing dicamba stocks. In Arizona, District Court vacated the 2020 registration of over-the-top dicamba products, so the Environmental Protection Agency issued an existing stocks order. The order allows limited sale and distribution of dicamba products that were already in possession of growers or in trade channels outside of the control of pesticide companies by February 6th. The order also prohibits the use of these dicamba products, except where the use is consistent with the previously approved labeling 
which included measures intended to reduce environmental damage caused by offset movement of the pesticide. The EPA issued the order after receiving enough evidence that millions of gallons of OTT dicamba had already entered the trade channels before February 6th. Federally subsidized crop insurance will cost an additional $27.7 billion over the next decade. A Congressional Budget Office report says the government pays roughly $0.62 cents of each dollar in premiums and sales of livestock and forage policies are exploding. Crop insurance costs should rise by 29% to nearly $125 billion for the decade ending in 2033. Despite the increase, USDA spending on crop and livestock payments and land stewardship programs should remain stable. While crop insurance costs likely will increase, the Senate Ag Committee says that projected costs for all Farm Bill-related programs are now $1.46 trillion between 2025 and 2034. I'm Lane Blonde. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, hey, George, you and I were talking about this earlier off air. Uh, I think even before we kicked off the seven o'clock hour of the show. And so so I've been meaning to um, meaning to talk about uh, about this on the air. But sometimes I'll think, oh, yeah, we talked about that. Oh, no, we talked about that off air. Our, our listeners might want to want to hear that information as well. So you and I were talking. Yeah, what was the deal with this lockdown at Malmstrom Air Force Base yesterday? Because that was kind of a crazy story. yesterday, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it basically, so this is the Associated Press report. A lockdown has been lifted at an Air Force nuclear missile base in central Montana following a report of an active shooter. Malmstrom Air Force Base says no shots were fired. Nobody was injured after they announced the lockdown had been lifted Thursday. Officials were keeping visitors away from a building where a suspected real-world threat was reported at about 1030 in the morning. An advisory to shelter in place was also announced by the Great Falls Police Department for schools in the surrounding community. Uh, so, that, so they had not only a lockdown on the on the Malmstrom Air Force Base itself, but in the com- communities just outside. They they told people in schools, daycares, et cetera, to also kind of, you know, shelter in place, basically. But I don't have have you heard anything about if it was a real threat or if it was just a false alarm i don't think we've heard more on that front have we no i have not heard what that was just that there was a suspicious person so i don't know if they'll follow up with that or not you know it, it the whole thing could have been a misunderstanding i i don't know yeah and it but sounds we like we should know and and the public was kind of confused because they they apparently had already announced a few days earlier that they were going to be doing an active shooter drill at another location on the base. So apparently the active shooter drill was going on, but then they thought they had a real-world scenario going on, so it's uh, like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Maybe blah, the left blah, hand blah, didn't blah, tell the right blah, hand blah, what they were doing. Yeah, over. who knows, yeah. Wow. But but then it gets even more interesting. So while you and I were chatting, you know, you asked that question. You said, well, wh- what the heck happened there? And I was like, that's a good question. And so I was like, you know, trying to read the KRTV story and maybe read the Great Falls Tribune story. And then I'm like, I, why am I trying to read all these news stories that, that you know, didn't have the answer either? I'm going to just text the sheriff. I'm going to just message Cascade County Sheriff Jesse Slaughter. So I sent a quick message to Cascade County Sheriff uh, Jesse Slaughter. I said, hey, so what's the story with why the lockdown happened at Malmstrom? Was it a false alarm? Because um, I saw that, that he did a, a press conference. He did like a full Facebook Live discussion for about 12 minutes yesterday that I think is on the KRTV website. And I didn't get a chance to watch that yet. But he said, he said, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They wouldn't even let me on the base. 
So they wouldn't let the sheriff on the. I, so it's just like, well, yeah, you know, anyway, it's so. a federal reservation, so I don't know, but uh, something wasn't communicated to somebody there. I, I just, you know, how it goes. Well, and but I would think if they have an active incident, and now maybe maybe their their SOP is to lock down the base completely and totally handle something on their own, but you would think that. They they would have something built into their SOP, or if not, they should have something built into their SOP that would coordinate with the local sheriff. No, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, they I have their know. own police, yeah, and it's federal, that's and true, it's military, yeah. so maybe that's why. But, you know, I, I think it's not a bad idea to have the local authorities at least tell them what the heck's going on. You know, if you're closing down schools in the community, then you need to let the local authorities know what's going on. Have somebody uh, in your operations center that's that's on the phone with somebody, city, county, you know, city, county, whatever, something, I don't know, or, or, or state DES that's coordinating with you or, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like that would be, I, so I don't know, maybe, maybe there's more to it that we haven't heard yet, but it seems like that could be a n- nice little lesson learned. You know, when I get really concerned about hearing um, a potential active shooter on one of our military bases it's so concerning because so many of our troops are just sitting ducks right there i i saw somebody on twitter well uh, at least everybody on the military base carries guns no, uh, they, don't. no they don't yeah. no they don't they're not allowed to carry uh that's right you can get some exceptions but by and large no they are unarmed and even if they were well, carrying around a gun they may not even have ammo in that gun you remember fort hood so yeah. they were unarmed then and yeah, you would think they have weapons, but they don't. We we trust these uh, young men and women to uh, handle all kinds of ordnance and firearms and things. Except if they're on their own base, you know, it it, it doesn't make any sense. But I I don't know. Nothing makes sense in the government anymore. I don't think. Yeah, and so I'm actually uh, just messaging the sheriff back right now to see maybe he can uh, can, can join us for a little bit in the eight o'clock hour. Uh, to kind of just give us yeah, his, his take, because I think it'd just be interesting to hear from him. On, yeah. You know, well, here's what we know, here's what we don't know, and maybe he'll get some new information in the meantime. Well, uh, well, I also realized I have the the email address for the the spokesperson for Malmstrom Air Force Base, so I shot him an email as well, just to see nice. if he's got any official info. Nice, nice. So, Aaron, this is what I was trying to say a while ago when my phone freaked out on me and everything. <laughs> I'm just going to read the headline: Navy survey shows continued problems with stress and burnout among sailors, but progress being made on culture. No, good night. That's important. Culture. Now, here's the deal. If you were a burnt out Navy sailor, are you going to want want to sit there and respond to some stupid survey on your computer? <laughs> no, you want to get the heck out of there and go get some peace and quiet or uh, get some PT in or something. That's kind of funny. Like, uh, survey so, says. Now, when I was in the Navy, we wanted to go get a beer, not Well, yeah, exactly. Exercise. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back after this. News. I'm Chris Foster. Alexei Navalny, a prominent critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin, is reported to have died in prison, collapsing after feeling unwell. Secretary of State Antony Blinken. The fixation and fear of one man only underscores the weakness and rot at the heart of the system that Putin has built. Navalny is 47. No more testimony now is expected today from Fulton County. Georgia District Attorney Fonnie Willis and Atlanta attorneys for former President Trump and co-defendants want her disqualified from an election racketeering case over her relationship with a prosecutor she hired to oversee it. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. 
Her father's among the witnesses expected to be called today. America's listening to Fox News. What were you about to say there, George? What were you about to just say it? Just say it. Come on now. Come on. Now. I said whoever becomes the next president needs to clear house, and like you said, not just at the top level, but the next two levels down, because if you remember when Trump came in as president, he he opted to keep a lot of people that Obama put into place, and he did that I think as a show of, look, I'm not just trying to get rid of his people and and his legacy and all this stuff you know i want to work with the other side well we see how that worked it didn't work yeah so regardless whether a democrat independent republican whoever gets in there it's time to clear house and get rid of some of these people like christopher ray anthony blinken of course mayorkas hopefully will be gone i doubt that but they need to get rid of all these people yeah Uh, no exactly right we have got to completely reform uh, the way we handle federal employees yeah. right now, because you've got people who are career bureaucrats who think that they get to run this country and they get to call the shots and they get to spy on the president of the United States and they get to undermine their political opponents and they get to give special deals to their buddies in these environmental groups. And those people need to be thrown out on their You know what? That's right. They need to be thrown. I mean, look at how hard it was. I mean, look at how hard Donald Trump had to fight just to have the ability to fire bad actors in our va yeah you know like that veterans were dying because some of these bad actors but you couldn't fire these freaking people no and you know the secretary of the va like two guys ago his whole thing was he's going to come in and fire all these bad employees well the va what they do is if somebody uh is well delinquent in their duties or they screw up or they just they're just terrible they just laterally move them somewhere else and nobody was getting fired well, he promised he was going to fire all these people, and uh, he fired a few, but nothing like he said he was going to because that uh, public employees union is pretty strong. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, you know, but when you can't throw bad people out of important jobs of leadership and things, then the people below them are not going to be any better than they are. Well, and or they got to deal with their with their garbage, too. It's like I think of our VA. You, you know it as well as I do, George. There are so many great men and women that work in our VA clinics here locally in, in Montana. But when you got bad leadership above, they got to deal with that crap. They they want those people gone uh, probably even more than, than some of the rest of us do because they have to deal with them every single day, whereas you and I might only have to deal with them every so often. Right. On a good news front, I got to say, I, I got to give a shout out, George. I had to, you know, I, I always want to do a, an, an annual health physical every single year right uh I, I recommend everybody do that right like it's just once a year get an annual health physical and i hate getting my blood drawn i absolutely despise it i mean i don't mind getting needles or anything like that punch me in the face i hate the blood draw with a passion right <laughs> yeah um but i tell you what the ladies at the billings va clinic that do the blood draw in the lab there yep they are absolutely incredible they are they are they're just cool you're like wait wait wait, we're done already you know i and i and i hadn't even passed out yet and i didn't even need orange juice or a cookie they're they're so great and uh and they're just great people down there so i want to you know give them a good shout out again just a reminder that we got some incredible uh, men and women that are serving in these VA clinics, and it's just the the folks at the top. There you go. Well, I got a VA story when I come back. Taking your calls live four zero six two nine four zero nine seven. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 
All right, hey, George, hold that VA story here for just a second because we got a couple callers on the phone line uh, that we need to get to. Real quick, though, George, I, I know you heard part of the 6 o'clock hour. Did you hear what, uh, what I said, my question, and then the answer I got back earlier this morning from the CIA guy? Yes. Okay, yeah. So I asked the um, – He's a former CIA operations officer, Sam Faddis. He's been with us on the show uh, several times, always has great insight. But I, I asked him, I said, I said, man, Navalny is dead. He's the chief uh, opposition leader in, in Russia to Vladimir Putin. You know, Putin put him in jail just like they just like Biden wants to put Trump in jail. Well, the guy's now dead, died in prison. And then we've had this, they're going to nuke us from space warning that came out this week. And then, uh, man, and then we have this this lockdown at, at, at the Air Force Base with uh, that oversees all of our nuclear missiles. Hmm. So I'm like, man, uh, you know, it, but I said, is this, is this, is Navalny being dead? Is this something big? Is this a precursor to something big about to happen? Kind of like when... When they assassinated Massoud, who was the Northern Alliance leader, right before the 9-11 terror attacks. And he's like, man, the flashing lights are all over the place here. But anyway, we got a couple of callers online who are who are picking up on that very thing, along with something one of our callers said earlier this week. Let's start with Tim in Billings. Tim, thanks for the call. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, happy Frosty Freedom Friday. Um, <laughs> That's right. Just... Uh, you were talking about uh, communicating with the sheriff slaughter over the, the lockdown in uh, mountains from there. And I wondered, I got, you got me to thinking about sheriffs and their importance and how, you know, sheriffs are really very, a very unique position in our, in our country. They're the highest selected local law enforcement, you know, in, in your County and, and, uh, and kind of in your state really. But um, when it comes to actual like boots on the ground law enforcement, but there was a there was a video clip going around about a week and a half ago, and I never got to watch the whole thing. And there was a sheriff, and he was wearing a big a big cowboy hat, and I, I think he might have been from Utah, maybe. And he had gone to this national sheriff's convention, and and they talked about how, of course, the president could didn't have the time to meet with these guys because, you know, it's nap time, I'm sure. But uh, you know, one of his surrogates, he's actually running the show, came and talked to him, and and this guy came back and he said, hey, I am I'm very concerned for my my residents of my county, there's a, there's imminent threats all over this country. They're not telling us. I'm telling them to get prepared. You know, have yeah. you guys heard anything about this from anybody? You I know, mean, we guy, had a caller. Uh, we had a caller. What was it? Two days ago uh, in the middle of our nine o'clock hour from Billings. Um, and uh, Travis, do you remember what her name was? Uh, she called in and she basically said, Glenn, apparently Glenn Beck, uh, George, Glenn Beck has been talking a lot about this. And Tim, thanks for the call. Apparently, Glenn Beck has been talking a lot about this. And I, I need to tune into Glenn Beck more, more often. He's on the same radio stations we are, but, at, you know, a different time of day when I'm, you know, uh, getting close to wrapping up uh, the day myself but but he said yeah that all these sheriffs apparently i'm, I'm recapping here i i'm, I'm not uh, tracking myself all the details but she says that that apparently all these sheriffs had a meeting with fbi director chris ray i reached out to yellowstone county sheriff mike linder yesterday to, to confirm or to see if if he was in on any meeting like this or what he's tracking hadn't heard back yet um but she basically said that yeah that, that these sheriffs have gotten the word that man is 
buckle up because there's all sorts of crazy stuff happening. There's crazy stuff that's going to be happening. But that tracks with what the FBI director said publicly already. He said there are flashing lights everywhere when it comes to threats facing this country right now. Right, there are. And, you know, when I heard Christopher Ray say that, I I didn't know what to think of that. I mean, look at that guy. He's been all over the board. He's already proven you can't trust him. So to me, I kind of thought, well, maybe he's just trying to deflect. (laughs) I don't know. But, you know... We need to pay attention to these things. And here, here's the thing, Aaron, that, that I preach all the time. So these signs are out there, and, and people can see that things are happening. The problem is a lot of people, our average citizens, don't care. They don't pay attention until something happens. And then they wonder, how in the world could this happen when these signs are often out there early? But you have to be paying attention to what's going on. And and. Everybody needs to be more engaged with what's going on in the government and their communities, things like that. So they're not taken by surprise. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Kevin and Billings next up on the phone lines. Uh, Kevin, I, I think you're uh, talking about a similar story that Tim was calling in about. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I watched this and I, I was going to ask just what you said was, have you contacted Sheriff Linder? Did he attend it? Did he come away with the same as this sheriff out of uh, Ohio. Uh, and also, one of the things that sheriff said out of Ohio, he says there's some Texas A&M money that he's going to use. They, or the, there's some money that in Texas A&M does a, does a class for civilians to get up to speed on uh, if there's a natural disaster or oh, yeah. need some help or something. And I'm not sure if they're implementing that same program here that they, he was talking about back there. But I, I don't know. I guess I was just curious if Sheriff Linder attended and did he come away. With yeah. Him? So I shot him a message yesterday. I didn't hear back. I should do like a, a follow-up email to him or something as well. But but also, hey, since we're going to have Cascade County Sheriff Jesse Slaughter, he is going to join us coming up at the start of the 8 o'clock hour. He's only got a quick few minutes. So we're going to get him on right at the start of the 8 o'clock hour. But I'm not only going to ask him about, you know, this whole uh, lockdown at Malmstrom Air Force Base yesterday, but I'm also going to ask him kind of now. Now you guys have have, uh, inspired me to say, hey, Sheriff Sheriff Slaughter, are you familiar with with these uh, types of discussions that you're bringing up right now? Uh, Kevin, to your point about uh, online training classes that are available for emergency disaster response. Hey, I, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, I know exactly what, what you're referring to because so I took a bunch of online FEMA courses. But here's the deal. you Civilians can take some of these online FEMA training courses. Uh, so, you know, so if, if, if you are, are coming up with an emergency disaster response plan for for your church, for your school, for your county, for whatever or whoever. Right. Um you can take these online FEMA classes for free, and it includes counterterrorism courses, it includes floods, everything, right? But but on top of that, I, I think, was it Texas A&M? I know there was Texas something, um, a college that has some courses. In, and I was actually amazed at some of the training courses that they have available that even civilians can just take. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, folks, hey, if, if, if that's something you're interested in, uh, and understanding the urgency of disaster response, definitely check out uh, check out the FEMA website for their their training materials, or call like your your county disaster and emergency service person, uh, because they have like 
free posi- they have positions you can volunteer on to also be a part of oh yeah you know committees and different things in like your, that too, in your so. in your counties in your communities there's a lot and they need people because people aren't <clears throat> uh, volunteering to do this and a lot of times it's just because they don't know about it but uh, you know I've got a friend Haya who is uh, all over that stuff uh, emergency preparedness in her county and and uh, you know it's important it's important. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, 406-294-0970. Tom Madigan uh, on the phone lines out of Billings. Tom, thanks for the call. Hey, how are you doing, Aaron? Doing good. Uh, yeah, uh, the sheriffs need to be uh, a little more proactive, like Jesse Slaughter. Um, Sheriff Linder is not real good at being a little more proactive about letting the public know. Um, as a former drug enforcement agent and military person myself, um, yeah, there's, there's telltale signs. People need to be more aware. They need to pay more attention. So were you in the DEA? You said you're a drug enforcement agent. Were you DEA or, uh, what, what no, kind of... I was, I was a drug enforcement officer for the U.S. Coast Guard. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Sheriff Linder is usually very, very responsive, and so you know, and 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 I probably should have placed a phone call after this show, but man, it was like one big news story after another yesterday, and so sometimes that's why I just have to do a quick text or a quick email because, you know, I'm I'm getting ready for the show at at o dark thirty in the morning, but uh, that's but, why I love Jesse. <laughs> Slaughter's great, man. He is he is great. I tell you, have you seen his Pursuit podcast yet? I have not. Oh man, you got to check it out. So uh, he, he's it's on Facebook, it's on uh, Spotify, etc. But uh, George, I was actually telling you earlier. I was like, that's right. I, I'm gonna, in fact, I'm going to tell Sheriff Slaughter. I was like, if he's looking for more, he's got so many great folks that he's had on his on his podcast. But I was like, man, George, you need to go to Great Falls and sit down with Sheriff Slaughter for his podcast because you guys would have a great. Oh, that'd be fun. I like him. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, you let's know, see. You okay. know, Aaron. Every time I hear somebody. Coast Guard and drugs. I think of the Coast Guardsman who jumped off of his boat onto a submarine and gets it to pull over with just his bare hands and his voice. Oh, yeah. That's that the greatest video I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> well, military people are always like, ah, Coast Guard, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, okay, if you actually knew what the Coast Guard does and is capable of doing, you wouldn't be laughing. That's right. You would not be laughing. Uh, it's kind of like I remember a guy, he was, he was making Air Force jokes, and I'm like, have you seen the thighs on that guy? He was a freaking PJ. I probably wouldn't be telling Air Force jokes to that guy. <laughs> Not to him. Not anyway. to him. Not to him. TIAA is on a mission. Why? Because 54% of black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right. New music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. Fox News commentary. The shooter who opened fire in Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church had a history of anti-Semitic writings and carried a gun with a Palestine sticker on it. So expect the story to disappear quickly, given it doesn't fit the demographic or narrative the mainstream media loves to promote. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. The left would have you believe all violent assailants in the USA are white, straight, conservative males. Well, turns out that false trend is becoming more and more misleading. Police say the shooter who stormed the Texas church was a biological woman who sometimes identified as a man. You won't be shocked to hear that police say the woman had a history of mental illness. Maybe that explains why she brought her seven-year-old son on her rampage. But you'll be shocked to hear that this person had several aliases and a lengthy rap sheet that includes forgery and assaulting a police officer. Imagine that. So not a straight, white, Christian Trump mega supporting male, so I guess you can expect this story to be buried in 321 by the mainstream media. Doesn't fit the demographic, doesn't fit the narrative. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Laren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. 68511. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, this is very cool. Man, George and I were just talking. I couldn't believe that music was already running. We were already hitting our our 750 break there. Man, uh, I know we're very quick on time. Barbara in Billings, Gary in Billings, uh, if we don't get to you before we run out of time, hey, definitely call back in later in the 8 o'clock hour or in the 9 o'clock hour because I, I definitely want to get to you. In fact, I was just about to go to Barbara in Billings before uh, before we hit that break there by surprise. But uh, we actually just got a phone call here, nice surprise phone call from Casey Williams with Yellowstone County uh, Disaster and Emergency Services. Uh, Casey, hey, thanks for calling in. Yeah, anytime. Well, well, it's an honor that you called in today. I, I'm sure your ears perked up. We were talking about all the flashing lights, the threats facing the country, and the importance of uh, emergency preparedness. Absolutely. And personal preparedness uh, is one of the key key factors in that. Uh, we can do our job a whole lot better if, if other people are prepared. You guys were talking about uh, some of the education and training that uh, people can organizations, people, individuals through FEMA, and I think that's outstanding. If, uh, if anybody ever needs any help finding some of those educational courses, uh, please reach out to the Yellowstone County Disaster and Emergency Services. Uh, we'll be glad to direct you. But I uh, wanted to uh, also tout a couple of things. We are working on a CERT, uh, which is a citizen uh, emergency response yep. education and training team. Um, to, to help train citizens on, on personal preparedness and how to be the first first responder if something happens in their neighborhood. So I would, uh, that'll be coming up probably in the uh, summer and fall. We're going to try to get a, a certain training together for the public. That, that's interesting. Everybody's always welcome to our LEPC, our Local Emergency Planning Commission meetings. Those are uh, the second Wednesday of every month at, at 9 o'clock in the uh, commissioner's boardroom at the Stillwater Building. Very cool. Casey, your, your audio is coming in just a little bit muffled, but what we need to do, let's get you in studio. Um, shoot uh, shoot myself an email. I'm going to put you on hold so Travis can chat with you. Um, 
let's set up a time uh, uh, next week to get you on the show um, to talk more about that. But, uh, yeah, because I, I want to promote that. Um, also, we had uh, Morgan in Helena. Yeah, and Travis, if you want to chat with KC there, get trade email addresses, set up a time to get him on the show the next week. That would be awesome. Get him in studio. Uh, but Morgan in Helena, George, also says the local volunteer fire departments are also a resource for emergency pre- preparedness, and they need volunteers yes. all across the state. We know they need volunteers. That's so, it. So everybody right. needs volunteers. But yeah. They had that CERT uh, team he was talking about. That was one of the free FEMA courses, online courses that I took, actually, was talking about CERT, uh, Absolutely. CERT teams. There's all kinds of courses like that you can take online. And it's really good. They're free to take, and, and you learn a lot of stuff, so it's good. Yeah. So I told you I had a VA story. Oh, yeah. This, man, we never got to it. Holy this God. one really quick, though. So the VA's Office of Accountability and Whistleblower Protection in a report found that the VA's Office of Resolution Management, Diversity, and Inclusion was rife with sexual harassment by its leaders there. So the very department that's tasked with investigating sexual harassment claims was sexually harassing its own employees. Oh, now, here's the thing. Of five senior leadership people, only one of the five got fired. This is my point. One out of five was fired. The others just had their bonuses taken away from them. Really? Yes. Well, George, they're the experts in sexual harassment. Well, they are go. perfectly qualified to run the sexual harassment. Well, that, obviously, yeah. So oh, just how ridiculous the whole thing is. But that, that headline alone is crazy. You and know, now everybody else has to do some mandatory training to make up for what those guys did. But yeah. they get to keep their yeah. jobs. Well, you know, Aaron, there's another quick story. It's a good thing I wasn't at the National Archives the other day because some protesters dumped red powder on the Constitution mm. in protest of climate change. Now, if anybody's been there, that thing's encased in glass and they couldn't hurt so it. So it's safe, thank you. But somebody would have got their butt kicked if I was standing there. That's that right. Happened. And weren't they these climate protesters That's that it. were trashing our Constitution literally and figuratively, of course? Yeah. My goodness. A bunch of spoiled little white liberal entitled brats is what they are. You're lucky we weren't there.